Today we are going to learn a very powerful lesson that somehow we all need to learn. May mga bagay sa buhay na dapat talaga natin maintindihan at dapat natin pag-aralan talaga. Today we look into the scripture but before getting into the heart of the parable that we have read today in the scriptures, it is important to be clear to be clear that there are things that Jesus is not teaching in the parable. Okay? Number one, Jesus was not condemning wealth. Hindi galit ang Diyos pag marami tayong pera. God is not against wealth. Okay? And also we have to realize Jesus is not against us when we desire more wealth. Okay? So, klaruhin muna natin bago natin basahin yung Bible. No? He's not teaching something against wealth. Jesus is not condemning if we desire more wealth. Now, some people believe that there is virtue in poverty. But that is not what Jesus is teaching today in our Gospel. Okay? Now, as we look at the Gospel today, Bakit nagturo si Lord? Why did He teach this parable? Because while He was there, someone in the crowd said to Him, Lord, divide. Tell my brother to divide that inheritance we have to divide it with me. Okay? Obviously, there are two families who are fighting here. May dalawang pamilya nag-aaway. And you know, it's very common sa time ni Jesus and even today in our time, it is very common to see families fighting over inheritance. If you go to the courts, pag pumunta kayo sa korte, titingnan niyo yung mga kaso ng mga magkakapatid, magkaanak, magpipinsan, mag-asawa, nag-aaway-away ang kaso ng sa korte ngayon, ganito kakapal yan. Kaso ng mga pamilya nag-aaway tungkol sa inheritance. No? And so sometimes people will ask a wise rabbi like Jesus, they would ask him to be an arbitrator, magpagitna at ayusin yung away. And so this man was, was telling Christ, tell my brother to, you know, divide Share with me our inheritance. And Jesus can sense that the heart of this fight, the heart that is in this family feud is all about greed. Okay? Sa hiligay nun, ang greed, tawag natin sineng pagkahakog. Sa Tagalog, ang pagkasakim. No? Sa akon nga bukabilaryo, ang pagkadalok sang tao. Sa gitna ng away ng dalawang pamilya nito, Jesus could sense okay, that in the heart of this family problem, may greed, may pagkasakim. And Jesus refused to judge over this matter. Jesus refused to be an arbitrator magpagitna. But instead, He sense that there is now an occasion for him to teach. Okay? 
instead to judge, Jesus decided to teach. Okay? He decided to teach a very important lesson to address the real issue, which is greed. Now, the key verses which make Jesus' purpose for teaching this parable clear, makikita natin, there are two scriptures today that I would like us to focus. Yung first part ng parable and the last words that Jesus said. The first part, itong sinabi niya, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. And the second verse, the last verse, and Jesus finishes with his words, this is how it will be with whoever store up things for themselves but is not rich towards God. Okay? So, claro. Claro talaga bakit tinuro ni Lord tong parable na to. Because he was addressing a common issue not only between rich families but sometimes in all of us, no? We are people caught up in greed. Okay? Greed is the excessive desire to have more and more and more material possessions. Greed has many forms. Greed can also become covetousness when you desire the material possession of someone. That is covetousness. When you desire to use people that is lust, that is a form of greed also. Okay? The desire to be very rich and wealthy, we call that avarice. Okay? That is a form of greed. Kaya sabi ni Lord, be on your guard, mag-ingat kayo. Okay? Be on your guard against all kinds and forms of greed. Maraming form, maraming klase ang greed. At kung hindi tayo mag-iingat, yan ay papasok sa puso natin at yan ang magko-control ng buhay natin. Okay? Jesus' warning is about an unbalanced and wrongly focused life. It's not wrong to be rich. It is not wrong to desire to become rich. But when riches begins to get your focus away from God and away from family, if your wealth is moving your focus away from the things that are essential in the life of a person, that is where the problem begins. Okay? Almost nothing else mattered to this man in our parable. He invested his business and failed to invest in God. He gave his heart to money when it ought to have belonged to God. Ito yung parable natin. I hope you have been listening to the reading of the gospel today. It is the story of a man who was very, very rich. Remember this person that Jesus mentioned in the parable this is not an ordinary businessman. This is not an ordinary farmer. Ito ay talagang mayaman na mayaman na tao. So one day, nag-harvest siya, and he experienced something extraordinary in his life. He began to have a bumper crop 
Alam niyo yung bumper crop. Sobrang daming harvest. Have you seen someone who is rich? At mas lalong yumayaman. Okay? I know a person who is a very wealthy businessman. Tumaya siya sa loto. One time lang, nagtaya lang siya sa loto. Alam mo, nanalo siya. Sabi ko nga eh, kung sino pa yung mayaman, minsan yan pang nananalo sa loto. Kung sino pa yung mayaman, sila pa yung swerte sa negosyo. And this, this farmer that we are, Jesus is talking about is no different. This man is very wealthy already. This man is very rich already. And nagkaroon pa siya ng jackpot. He had a bumper crop. Dumami talaga yung harvest niya. Bugana kita. And so he thought to himself, inisip niya, sabi niya, sa sobrang dami ng crops niya, sabi niya, okay, hindi na kasya sa barns, hindi na kasya sa bodega ko. I'm going to tear down my barns and I will build bigger ones to contain my crop. And etong plano niya, pag nagawa ko na yan, I will just sit down for the rest of my life. I will eat, drink, and just be merry. Magandang plano ba yan? Hindi. Sino nagsasabi pangit na plano yan? Sino nagsasabi magandang plano yan? It's a good plan. Okay? Work hard and save so that one day you don't have to work hard anymore. That, that's, that's a very good plan. And most people, even Christians, have the same plan for their life. Amen? Sino sa inyo nagpaplano na magre-retire kayo na may naipon kayong pera? Okay, good. But Christ is not condemning this man for investing and preparing for his future. Hindi yan ang problema niya. Okay? The problem with this man is that sa sobrang dami ng pera niya, he desired to have more, wala man lang siyang plano na tumulong sa kapwa-taon niya. He doesn't have any plan for his family. He never mentions his family here. He never have any plan for other people, for other causes. The only plan he had is get more and more and more and more for myself. That's it. Then I retire, I sit down, and I enjoy my life. That's the problem. Okay? It's not that he is good in investing. Okay? It's not that he is preparing for the future. Hindi yan ang problema niya. The problem is selfishness. Ang sarili lang iniisip. And you know, selfishness and greed, they are synonymous. Magkapareho lang yung meaning niyan. Okay? And this is what God said to him. Ang sabi ng Diyos sa kanya, sige, ipon ka ng ipon. Ipon ka ng ipon. Imbak ka ng imbak ng pera. Okay? And what's going to happen? And the Lord said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Now this is how it will be with anyone who store up things for himself but is not rich towards God. Well, what God was saying, well, ang ganda ng plano mo, but you did not take into account na yung buhay mo hanggang mamayang gabi na lang. 
You know, he had this plan that I will sit down and relax after I've accumulated wealth. And God was telling him, you will not have the time to do that anymore because tonight your life will end. You fool. And sabi niya, sinong kukuha, sinong magmamana ng mga inipon mo? You're not going to enjoy it at all. Okay? And you see, the Lord spoke to this man. Itong sabi ng Lord sa kanya, You fool! Sa Tagalog, anong ibig sabihin ng fool? Sino mga nagbabasa ng Tagalog Bible? Alam niyo ba sa Tagalog yung fool? Tanga. Kung Tagalog lang yung pagsalita ng Diyos, itong sinasabi ng Diyos sa kanya, Tanga ka. Okay? Sa Ilonggo, ano sa Ilonggo ang full? Buang-buang. No? Hay ko sa Aklanon doon, ano ron? Ha? Bukot kaumangon. Ro kaumangon nga ron, hay may hospital pangani ron para sa mga kaumangon. Pero ro nagapinaumang. Ha? Iba man aron kaumangon, iba man ang gapinaumang. Ro gapinaumang nga ron wat hospital doon. Roka umangon ta, hay pwede ta dalhon sa pototan, ay ginabuong ron, gamayad pataron. Pero ron nagainumang, pinaumang, ay watat bugong. Katangahan yan. And there are three reasons this man is guilty of foolishness. Okay? Three reasons why Jesus accused this man of foolishness. Number one. This man was guilty of the folly or the foolishness of thinking things bring meaning to life. Yan ang unang i-avoid natin sa buhay natin. Do not ever think na ang bagay, possessions, or whatever thing can bring meaning to your life. It cannot. Amen? This man was certainly self-focused. Ito yung problema niya. He is not focused on God. He is not focused on family. He is only focused on himself. Okay? What he wanted was more and more wealth. The wealth was for no other person. He's not even preparing his wealth for his children. He's preparing his wealth for himself. He is not preparing the wealth for any other cause. You know, there are people na nag-iipo, nag-iimbak ng pera talaga because they would like to support other people who wants to go to school. Walang pera lang, paaralin niya yung mga bata. There are people na nag-iipon talaga sila ng pera because they would like to support a community to help feed the children. That is another cause. This man wanted to acquire wealth more and more, not for any other cause, but for himself only. Why? Because he thinks that the more wealth I would have, the more I will be secured in life. How many of you think that? Pag dumami ang million ko sa bangko, secured na ako sa buhay. I'm already good. Okay? I'm already well done. You know, that's the first foolishness that Jesus was accusing this rich man. 
Okay? He thinks that material things would bring meaning to life. Now, there are two problems with this kind of attitude or philosophy. Number one, the lust for anything, including possessions, soon becomes impossible to control and harder and harder to find satisfaction. When you are lusting and desiring excessively material things, one day you will find yourself not able to control it anymore. Amen? Kaya inimbento yung credit card para yan sa mga taong addict sa shopping. Kahit wala kang pera, pwede kang mag-shopping. Okay? Pag may credit card. Yun lang hindi mo alam, binabaon ka na sa utang. Okay? Marami akong kaibigan, yung naunang nauso yung credit card, kumuha silang lahat. Nung nagbabayad na, nung kinukuha na yung mga appliances nila, kinukuha na yung lupa nila, pinutol nilang credit card nila. Why? Because it's harder to control once you begin to desire to have things in life. You know, meron nanalo ng loto doon sa amin sa antike. That person is someone who is hired magkarga ng isda. Pag dumadating yung isda sa market, hire yung tao na yan magkarga ng isda. One day, nanalo siya sa loto. Okay? He won 16 million pesos. Nung nanalo siya sa loto, sa sobrang happy ng buhay niya, he started to change his lifestyle. Started to drink. Started to spend. Yung mga hindi niya magawa dahil wala siyang pera noon, ginawa niya na. And he started to change friends. Nagkaroon siya ng mga mayayaman na kaibigan. Bumili siya ng jet ski. Ay yung mga mayaman niyang kaibigan, yung jet ski niya mas bago kaysa kanila. Bumili siya ng kotse and started to hang out with rich people. You know what? Less than a year, yung 16 million niya naubos yan. Ang makaroon ay perensya na yung utak. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because once you start to desire things, once you begin to have lust for material things, a day will come you cannot control it. Pag pinagbigyan mo yung sarili mo, hindi mo na makokontrol yan. Cannot control it anymore. Tanungin nyo lang yung mga dealer ng kotse. You know, one time, merong show ng mga kotse doon sa Robinsons. I went there, tiningnan ko yung bagong latest model ng Toyota Avanza. Tiningnan ko. Sabi ng ahente sa akin, Sir, pwede kang pumasok, sir. I-drive. Pwede kang umupo. So, umupo din ako. Tapos, kinausap ako ng manager kung may credit card ako. So, tahimik lang ako. Kunyari, anak ako ni Ayala. To be silent means I'm rich. So, sir, upo, sir. Bagay talaga sa'yo, sir, yung bagong abansa na to. I was looking at it. So, tinanong ko yung ahente, sabi ko, yung mga tao ba bumibili nito? Do they buy their cars every year or every six years? Nagpapalit ba? 
Alam mo sabi ng ahente sa akin? Hindi sir. Every six months, bumili ka ng kotse. After six months, may babalik, may, may dadating na bagong model, bibili na naman ng bago. Why? Because once you enjoy buying and acquiring things, sometimes it's hard to control that anymore. Hindi mo na mapigilan. Especially pag may pera ka. Kaya people buy cars every six months. Okay? Hindi mo maisip yan, ano? O sige, puntahan natin, cellphone. Okay, how many years after do you change your cellphone? Huh? After 10 years, nagpapalit ka ba ng cellphone? 5 years? Ay, yung mga plan, may mga plan, 2 years. Okay? Alam nyo ba, merong mga bata, estudyante, every 3 months bago ang cellphone. Okay? They cannot control themselves. They just have to acquire things. And you know, the lust for things is uncontrollable and what happens? It is not satisfying anymore. May bago kang cellphone, happy ka for a day. Pindot ka ng pindot hanggang gabi. After two days, wala na. Wala na yung gana mo sa cellphone mo. Makikita mo nga yun yung bagong model. Ayun. Doon na naman yung isip mo. Mas maganda ato. Okay? You are not happy with the cell phone you bought already. It does not satisfy you. Okay? If only I have that, I will be happy, they tell themselves, but they are not happy. Things do not satisfy. Remember that. Material things do not satisfy a person. So that's the first problem. The second, St. Augustine got it right in the 4th century, this saint, no? he wrote, ito sinulat niya, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Our hearts will always be restless until it rests in God. Okay? A person who desires wealth, thinking that it could satisfy and bring meaning to his life, that's a problem with that also because... Only God can satisfy our longings. Only God can bring meaning to your life, not material things. Remember that. Only God. That's why, if you remember the Psalm, Psalm 23, ano sinulat ni David dito? Alam talaga ni David eh, no? Sabi niya, the Lord is my shepherd. Okay? I shall not want. Wala ka nang hahanapin pa pag si Lord ang nahanap mo sa buhay mo. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Amen? He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Only God can do that for you not a single material possession can do that for you. So do not ever think that life will flow from the abundance of your possession. No. 
Never imagine in your life that money will make your life happy. Do you agree? Okay. Money can make you happy at certain times. Money can make you happy on certain occasions. Like for example, nag-birthday ka, dumating yung ninong mo for 20 years, hindi kayo nagkita. May utang ang ninong mo. Sabihin sa'yo ng ninong mo, ay anak, marami na akong utang sa'yo. Eto, 50,000. Happy birthday. At that moment, sino magiging happy? I will be very happy. But only for that occasion, sa oras na yan. Okay? Money cannot make you and give you a happy life. Amen? Money can never give you a secured and happy life. It can bring temporary happiness. Only God can do that. Amen? Number two, Jesus said to this rich man, you fool, this rich man is guilty of the foolishness of assuming you know the future. Okay? Tira mo sinabi niya, sa sobrang dami ng crops ko, I will build bigger barns, I will invest some more, now I will sit down, I will drink, and I will be happy all the days of my life. He does not know his future yet. Ang sabi ng Diyos sa kanya, you fool, kaumangon ka, hindi nang gabi eh, patay ka won. Ruimong ang mga ginaplano nga ron, it will never come. Okay? That's the folly, the foolishness of assuming you already know your future. Okay? My, my parents, my dad and my mom, nung maliliit pa kami, itong sabi ng tatay ko, pagkasama niyo yung nanay namin, after dinner, bababa sila, they would sit down under a tree and they will talk. And I hear them talking. Ito sabi ng tatay ko, pagtanda natin, mami, we are going to buy a farm. We are going to go back to Bicol. Bibili tayo ng farm. Pagdating doon, sabi niya, doon tayo tatanda and we will stay there forever. We will have chickens. We will have turkey. Kakaroon tayo ng mga hayop. We will have plants. We would have everything. And my mom would always say, wow, wow, kailan yan? Kailan yan? Yan ang plano nila sa retirement. A year after, my mom passed away. Nagulat na lang yung tatay namin. Nagkasakit lang siya. Then one week after, wala na siya. She was only 50 years old. Okay? And my dad was so devastated when my mom died. Parang talaga nalungkot yung tatay namin. And a few years later, my dad also died. Were they able to retire in a farm? They never did. Amen? That's why do not invest everything in your life, all your hopes, do not invest it in a future that you do not control. Amen? Amen? Now, it's not wrong to make investments. Wag lahat. Wag lahat ng oras mo Wag lahat ng energy mo, wag lahat ng pera mo to invest it 
in a future that you cannot control. Amen? Now, put some of your money, may risk yan in investment, pero wag lahat. Okay? You must also understand that you must live ready for any day to be your last day. Isa pa yan. Sino sa inyong gusto mabuhay sa mundo hanggang 200 years old? Gusto nyo? 200 years old? Wala na kami niyan. Ikaw na lang mag-isa dito. Okay? Now, understand this. A very wise saint said this. Live your day every day as if it is your last day already. Okay? Be prepared. Why? Because death is certain. It will come to us one day. When, I do not know. How, I do not know. But for sure, death is the last enemy that you will face and you will encounter and you will have victory over. Pero darating yan. Kaya itong sinabi ng, ng Panginoon sa rich man, sabi niya, you fool, tonight, tonight, your life is going to be demanded from you. In other words, Jesus was telling this man, your death is certain and your death is something you cannot stop. It will happen. Kaya anong gagawin natin? If we cannot stop death, if we have no control of it in our life, darating at darating talaga sa buhay mo yan, paghandaan mo na lang. Prepare for it. I remember, we have a teacher na hindi nagbibigay ng exam yan. Walang test, walang quiz. Turo lang ng turo yung teacher namin. Then one day, papasok yan sa classroom namin, unannounced, hindi nag-a-announce yan, biglang, okay, get your papers, we will have an exam today. Unannounced. Kaya makikita mo yung iba, iiyak na. Bakit? Sa buong semester, isa lang siya magbigay ng test. Pag bumagsak ka sa test na yan, tapos ka na. Amen? And many students are afraid of this teacher. I am not afraid of this teacher. You know why? Because I prepare for that lesson every day. Araw-araw iniisip ko, exam bukas. Following day, walang exam. Pag uwi ko sa bahay, aral na naman ako kasi exam bukas. I always put it into my mind that every day is going to be an examination day. Kahit walang exam. Kaya nung dumating yung teacher namin, dala yung mga test questionnaires, umiyak yung mga classmates ko. Bakit? It was unannounced. Ako, smile lang. Because I'm ready to take the exam. You see, that is what life is all about. Be prepared. Death is going to come one of these days. And we are not supposed to be afraid of death. Amen? Sabi nga ni St. Paul, to live is Christ, to die is to die is gain. Pero dapat handa ka. This rich man, he missed the surest thing in life, which is death. It is the great leverer 
the common experience of kings and popes, presidents and prime ministers. You know, pagdating sa kamatayan, walang sinasanto yan. Hari, Raina, Bishop, Santo Papa, Pare, Factory Worker, manlilimos sa kalye, pare-pareho yan. It is a social leveler. Death when it comes, rich or poor, wise, unwise, intelligent, bobo, pareho yan when death comes. Ito yung sinasabi ni Solomon sa first reading natin kanina. Okay? We all know it's coming, but if we do nothing to be ready, God will always tell you, you are a fool. Amen? Paghandaan natin yan. And thirdly, the third folly of this man is the folly of investing materially but not spiritually. Okay? The foolishness of just investing in material wealth. Okay yan, wala akong problema. Invest in your business. Invest in material wealth. But do not forget, one day, your life here on this material world will end. And you are going to a place and live for eternity. Dapat meron ka investment doon. Amen? Don't just invest materially, invest spiritually. The problem with this man is that he devoted himself to work, to prosperity, and devoted nothing to the one who had given him everything, even his life. Ginamit niya talagang lahat ng buhay niya to invest in so many things, but he failed to invest on God. Amen? The most important person that you should invest in is God. Why? Because one day, you are going to stand before Him. Kaya sabi ni Lord, this is what happens to a man who is rich in himself, but he is not rich towards God. Etong pagsisimban nyo every Sunday, this is part of your investing in God. Some people say, aksaya ng oras yan. Simba kayo ng simbang, haba pa naman ng misa nyo, ang haba ng sermon ng pare nyo. Punta kayo ng punta dyan. Gausik, katakamot oras. It's not a waste of time. Because this is part of our spiritual investment. Amen? I'm going to face God one day and I want to be rich in the eyes of God. Not poor, but rich in His eyes. Rich in good works. Amen? Rich in spiritual things. Rich in love, in charity, in love of your neighbor. Invest spiritually also. If you have money to invest in material possessions and material wealth, well, use also your resources to invest in spiritual things. This is the day that we have to live rightly so that we never will hear God say to us, you are a fool. Ayusin mo yung buhay mo. Ito yung araw na to. This is our day. Therefore, seize the moment. There is no promise of even one more day. Pag natapos yung araw mo, 
tapos na yung buhay mo, tapos na yan, walang additional yan. Amen? Kaya paghandaan natin mga bagay na to. Did you learn something today? In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.